So Carrie Ann and Tyler, you guys weren't here with us last week when we were talking about when God's not in it. And I talked about for me personally, and everybody's walk with the Lord is different. There are times where it's been dark and lonely and I've been fearful and I've been anxious and I have felt completely alone and stripped of everything and that God was not there. Like he was so far away. And I've heard Bible verses, I've heard preachers that, you know, if you feel that God's not there, you've moved, not him. But when you are feeling that, and most Christians, like, no, I shouldn't say most, but a lot of Christians don't want to admit what they really feel like. Because, you know, you, you've got that image to uphold. We're Christians and we are supposed to get past all this. But we're human. And I cry. I mourn. I, I giggle. I laugh. I feel. And I get hurt. And I get offended. And sometimes that total mess confusion in my brain i don't feel god and we kind of left it there last week just talking about that we were honest with each other that we just don't feel it and the whole point of my podcast is encouragement and hope the whole podcast is hope for today that there is hope it is a G I got goosebumps thinking about it <laughs> Ooh. um that there is hope in the lord jesus christ mm -hmm. and we know truth but sometimes we, how do we connect the dots? So when I want to bring solutions to myself and to all of us, and oh, by the way, welcome to today's podcast. My name is Lynn Wilson. If this is your first time joining us, we're glad you're here. If you're a regular, we are so glad you've came back. Today, we want to talk about solutions. And this is my friends from the Hope for Today podcast. And we're going to just talk. We're going to talk openly. You can grab your coffee. If you have to pause this, grab your coffee. You know, come sit and join us. Maybe bring a notebook. We might say some verses or some words of encouragement that you want to write down. And just come and listen and join in with us. And we would love to get your feedback. So leave a comment below and let us know. Maybe you have a prayer request that we can pray for. If you've got a suggestion of a great Bible verse, if you just want to say hello to all of us, we would love to hear from you. So we're going to continue talking. You can pull up a chair and join us, and we'll get back to you guys in just a little bit. So solutions. Um, anybody have a solution when you feel empty? What do you do to get back with, you know, I feel like yelling out sometimes, God, where are you, which I've done. Mm -hmm. How do you get him back in your life? I would say that um, one thing that helps me is I have things like, I call them anchors that kind of um, hunker me down. So I do a women's Bible study at my church. I also do, I volunteer with the youth group and then I do a young adults Bible study. And so there's times in my life when I might not necessarily feel like picking up my Bible or spending time in prayer with the Lord. And maybe I'm frustrated or I'm doubtful mm -hmm. or I'm just, I'm too busy for it. Um, but those are things where I get to be with other believers. I still get to be in the word. I get to hear other people's stories and, and walks and the mm. ups and the downs of it. And it helps me be like, you know, God, Just being you around are real. them. Yeah, like you are real, you are present. Yeah. Even though I don't feel like it, I can mm. see you working and you're the same that you were last week. You're the same God with me right I now. I like what you said. I gotta. I wish I had a notebook. I'm gonna write that down. I get, last week I wrote stuff down <laughs> you said, but an anchor. Yeah. Because, you know, you just feel like you're in the storm and the, and the boat is all over the place. But the anchor is what's going to hold it steady. I never thought of that. And just being around people. You're right. Because there are days that I've had bad days and I've even come to work and we work in a Christian environment. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I might be quiet and withdrawn, but just the osmosis of, 
you're kind of sucked into it. Like, okay, God, I hear you. You know, somebody exactly. said something great or we had a prayer meeting or, you know, we giggled about something, just laughed, and I'm like, ugh, yeah. ugh, you know. People, like are, people are great encouragement. Yeah. yeah. And God uses people yes. just to uh, say, hey, this is from me. Yeah. yeah. He uses uh, people just to say uh, an encouraging word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that you would not even say, "Wow, is that from God?" Yep. God used that person to really touch my heart, so that's a blessing too. I think our eyes, for me, I I get caught up in myself, and I'm not looking. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then you know I hear the Lord whispering, "Okay, you're in a bad way, but are you looking? You know, are you mm-hmm. watching? Because I am here." And um, my dad often talked about the wind, and you hear that all the time. You don't see it, but you feel it. And it's just like the, the the winds of the Lord will come in your way, and all of a sudden you feel this brush on your cheek, and you're like, oh, you know, it might be a verse someone quoted, like we said, or you know, someone in your life that has shared something. And yeah, like your son Graham. Mm-hmm. He was when he worked here, he was my go-to person. Mm-hmm. Right? I'd have many talks down in his office, mm-hmm. but the one thing, like I was going through a rough time, and I felt so disconnected, and he was like well, don't pull back Mm -hmm. because we have a tendency Mm. to, when we feel disconnected from God or, you know, friendships or just life in general, Mm. like we pull back, we put ourselves into this box and that's where we stay. And then you stay into that, right? Right. You stay in that funk that you're in. Mm -hmm. And he said, don't pull back, you know, put yourself in a place where you're surrounded by people that will uplift you and don't isolate yeah and push you Mm -hmm. closer to god than you pulling away good point it's a very good point i'm thinking about sheep in general and when there's a flock of sheep together even if the shepherd's not there they're still protective because they're a big group of them versus one that strays off alone Mm. they're so much more susceptible to whether that's you know an animal that's going to attack it or whether that's something in the environment that could be dangerous but there is something for power in numbers Yeah. yeah yeah I just talked to a group of girls on Saturday about networking and it basically that's what you're saying and just how if we're so tight together and we're holding on to each other, if somebody wanted to come after you, we're all going to be in front of you protecting you and the same with you and you know that, that group of Christians right. and that friendship you've built, don't mess with my sister or don't mess with my brother, you know, you've got to go past me. And we really need to be that connected to good, solid Christians, you know. And I think we have to use discernment on that because there are people in the church and people in our circle, at least in mine, that I'm like, I don't trust them with my prayer requests. You know, I, the gossip or the whatever might be in it, it's somebody you really trust. And I think that the Bible talks about discernment. And I think that's really important. And just being careful, too, that... Um, it's somebody that's growing in the Lord mm-hmm. that, you know, you see their own walk. I can share with, about Sandra. Mm-hmm. I remember years ago, she went through a bad time in her life and it was a very dark time. And I just watched from afar. She had no idea. I was sharing with this earlier that just watching the strength that she had. And after going through that, she was in another situation where I watched somebody sort of come at her and she calmly said no. And I was like, how could you say no? Like, And I watched her with every strength and total calmness. That's not what God told me. And I remembered watching thinking, how could she be so bold? But her walk was steady. Like, you know, she was in the Word. She knew what God told her. 
And she just knew that she knew that she knew. And I remember drawing strength from that, thinking in my own life, I wasn't there. I wasn't there yet in my walk. And watching her and some other women that when you know God has told you no, no. If he's told you to go with it, you go with it. Whether everybody else agrees with you or not. But that comes from your own personal walk, I think. In the word, studying the word, talking with the Lord, you become more sensitive to his leading. Mm -hmm. And like you yeah. said, like when you're alone and you feel like God's not there, and that's yeah. how I felt at that time. Like, God, where are you in this? And that's the time where if there's no one around, if there's... You don't want to be isolated. Mm -hmm. You want to be around people that's encouraging you. And sometimes that's not the case all the time. That's true. And uh, I just, and I didn't really want to talk with God. I just, and then just, I had to. I had to talk with God. I had to speak with Him. And then after I say, okay, Lord, what is it? And just, that's prayer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just one-on-one -on -one with the Lord and just discussing my heart to him mm -hmm. not really that i wanted to do it <laughs> right right surrendered absolutely but he started like then i realized god is there he is guiding me he is helping me and just talking to me and reading the word that's how i grew mm -hmm. that's how i found strength in the lord again and even though i didn't feel him around me then i started realizing those that's not true, Sandra. Mm -hmm. God is always with you. The Bible verse is true. God is always with us. He will always protect us. He is our shepherd. He will always be with us, leading us and guiding us. Like in Psalm 23, where mm -hmm. it says, the Lord is our shepherd, and we are the sheep, and he'll take good care of us. And, you know, that's what I stood on. And you, even though I had to stand on that, I knew that mm -hmm. that was true, and that's how... You know, I glorified him in that, you know, this is what God wants. And that's how I learned to just really pray mm -hmm. and be with one-on-one -on -one with him. And, um, so it's a learning thing. It's a learning thing for me. Yeah, it certainly is. I think one of the things I have been in the last year, God has really shown me, is he's in the solution. Right. He's already there. He's beyond that. And, you know, I mean, as believers, we know the end of the story ultimately will be in glory um but we're not in glory yet we're on the earth and there's moments this feels like heaven and we're all happy it's a beautiful <laughs> sunny day the breeze is blowing and it's all good and then something happens and you're like what what now and but we had a situation last week and i was just like it catches your breath and you're like what do i do and that panic and I kept saying, Lynn, he's in the solution, he's in the solution, he's in the solution. That's all I kept, I kept repeating it. I couldn't, I couldn't function, like I just mm -hmm. shut down. He's in the solution. I repeated it until I could calm myself down. And then I was like, all right, God, I, you gotta show me. You like, you know, and I think you mentioned prayer. Mm -hmm. I always kind of grew up that prayer was this, you know, yeah. moment. And yeah. I've learned that with all due respect, he is the King of Kings and he is my savior, but he's my father with respect. I can talk to him like I'm talking to you and saying, right. you know, when my dad passed away in August, I was like, I don't like this. I'm telling you, Lord, I don't like this. I'm hurting, I'm grieving, it's sad, why? And then there's a purpose. And I know my father is in glory, but it was like, oh, it just hurt. But I kept saying to myself, I have to talk to the Lord. I had to let him know how I felt. 
he's my father, just like my own dad, if he was still here, I'd go up, Dad, I don't like what you said about, you know, me and Mom, and I could have an honest-to-goodness talk with my dad with that respect. But I think we have lost the idea that, or we should lose the idea, he wants to talk to me. He wants to, you know, me to talk to him, like, everyday conversation. And when the Bible talks about, you know, praying all day long, it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be this formal, let me sit down and have a moment. I'm just driving a car and I'm having this big old conversation. Yeah. A lot of my times, like, now I do, there's times where I sit and I'm like, okay, you know, this is my time to pray. But a lot of my times is like when I'm at the gym and coming home from the mm-hmm. gym. And like, you know, I'm at the gym, I do my devotion there at the gym, like I listen to it while I'm working out. And then on my way home, I'm listening to like a random worship playlist. Mm -hmm. And there's, it seems to always, there's a song that comes up, never heard it before, or I've heard it before. And that one verse or that one line Mm -hmm. in that song hits like, hits right at the heartstrings. And as you're like, and you're just oh, like, I got it, I got it. Okay, I, I hear you. Like, I yeah. get what you're yeah. trying to tell me. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and I like that because we can pour our hearts, like you said. Yes. When you felt so saddened by your father, of course, yeah. you're grieving. Yeah. That we can go to a father and just, I'm just going to pour my heart out right. to him. Right, right. And it's so, it's healthy to do that. It is. It's you just, have to empty yourself. So, and like, yeah. I have got to, talk to him you know and there's times I've said to my husband me and God have to go have a talk like I gotta go like you have to excuse me for a few minutes I'm angry or I'm upset or I'm confused or overwhelmed I gotta go have a talk and it might be two minutes you know and I love doing it while I'm washing the dishes for me keeping my hands busy Mm -hmm. like it helps me focus I know that sounds crazy so if I'm really upset I might take all the dishes out of the the cabinet (laughs) rewashing them but um I just find that like meditating on the Lord and then doing that maybe a verse and by the time I get done with the dishes he's usually said really Lynn like you don't think I have this I've got you I love you Um, doesn't always mean I have the answer right then but I feel a bit of a piece of I'm headed in the right direction of course yes there's there's a when I interned at another camp there was um, a mentor there for me that he kind of told me like okay I need an answer for something but like I wasn't like I couldn't come up with it mm-hmm. and he was like he handed me this book and it was just like a notebook and a pen he said okay you got 30 minutes oh. go find a spot Ugh. and sit <laughs> and whatever comes to mind mm-hmm. even if it's like a drum like you drew Daffy Duck like <laughs> okay, God told you something in that okay. time. And, you know, I went out and did it, and I'm sitting there, and I'm writing out really what I'm saying to God. Mm-hmm. And there on the paper is the answer. Wow. So I'm like, okay. Wow. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I'm not, it's not me that's doing yeah. this. It's, you got this. Mm-hmm. One of the things I've done, too, is in the last several years and I think like anything with experience comes wisdom with age hopefully comes wisdom but having gone through so many experiences I'm starting to write down that there this particular verse meant something to me and why and I will write the date write the verse and 
write the solution that God showed me within that verse. Or I was sitting somewhere and all of a sudden, maybe Corey said something and I was like, oh, and she doesn't even know. And I'm writing that down, today's date. And this was said, and I would write the person's name and then the solution that I, that little snippet of something. And I have a book now I go back to when I'm just really struggling and I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't think straight. You know, you're just tired, you're anxious, you're you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I open this and I kind of hesitate, hesitantly go in it because like, you know you need to, but you, you don't want to give in. <laughs> yeah. But looking back, because I can really remember that moment. Yeah, I remember when God said that. And all of a sudden, it's just like this, you know, I don't know, shot in the arm of vitamin C that I'm getting. And I'm like, wow, yeah. And those are reminders to me of just the Lord. He did it then. He'll do it now. He'll do it again. You still might not be out of that situation. I mean, it might be time. It might be weeks, days, months. Yeah. Could even be years. But you start to feel a taste of hope. You know, just a little bit, a little bit. Just enough that you can do another step. Mm-hmm. I can just right. do one more thing, yeah. one more thing. And you grow and he shows you. This is, it's a personal thing. This is how I want to guide you to mm-hmm. the growth that I want to teach you through that trial. Yep. And like you said, it might take years. It might take months. And then, Lord, what is it that I need to learn? <laughs> you know, and really our life is to glorify him and right. we forget that. It's not about me, really? It's not? Oh, <laughs> somebody <laughs> told me that. Like, you know, and... Um, I did a devotion one time. I know it sounds terrible, but I said, you're writing your own obituary. Mm-hmm. And I said, when pe- when I die, what will people say about me? I am writing that now. Mm-hmm. When I die, what will people say? Lynn was mm-hmm. very generous or Lynn was, oh, so glad she's gone. You know, <laughs> how many people have you known that passed away and you're like, Whew. you know, don't regret that situation. But mm-hmm. were other people that when they pass, like Robert Hayes, his legacy lives on. Robert Hayes is still alive and well today in our hearts. He's everywhere yeah. around us. There are things he said or his music or mm-hmm. even we joke about the way he decorated. Like he has left his thumbprint on everything. Yeah. And as we move through life, I don't want my life to be a waste. I want it to be something that someone can look and say, oh, she was a Christian. I might have stumbled and they might have seen me stumble and that's okay and you ride your bike yeah. you know you're gonna fall and look at her and everybody's laughing but then all of a sudden i take off and i'm doing wheelies or whatever you know <laughs> and how i want my life to reflect that and we're to glorify the lord and he has to, if everything was perfect there'd be nothing for him to shine in mm-hmm. it's a good oh. point about robert hayes he even in his illness and painful i'm sure it was very painful he was joyful. Yes, mm-hmm. he was. Yeah. He was joyful. When I met him, when it pretty much first was announced, I said to him, I have no words. I, I don't know how to comfort you, and I want to, and as your friend. And he said, you know, when it first happened, I said, Lord, why me? And Robert said, and then the Lord said to me, why not me? And I, I just burst into tears, and I'm like, what? And he said, yeah, why shouldn't it be me? He said, the Lord will be glorified no matter what happens. And that was the early on, you know, probably the first or second week it was even announced that he was struggling. And I thought, wow, what an attitude. And you could see he had total peace, mm-hmm. complete peace. Even till the end. You know, and that like just that the walk that he had with his God, 
was so tight, he was okay. I'm okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, it just it, amazing, amazing. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's a good example. Yep. He left. Yeah. yeah. Anybody else have any like tricks to the trade of how to <laughs> how do you get your solutions or how do you move forward or anything you want to share that would give someone hope to know that you know I think while you're all thinking about that one thing I want to <laughs> really emphasize is that everyone sitting here around this table is a born-again Christian we've all accepted the Lord as our personal Savior and you might be sitting there saying you know that's all fine and well that's them that's their God that God needs to be your God and this is not a religion we all go, I think all of us probably go to a different church around this table. Mm -hmm. But the theme in every one of the churches mm -hmm. that we attend is that Jesus Christ is the only answer. Yeah. And I want to just emphasize that if you've never accepted the Lord as your personal Savior, if you don't have a relationship, we're not talking about a religion or that you have this version of the Bible or you went to this event or you, you prayed this prayer that whatever somebody told you to pray it's that you and god talked one-on-one -on -one and that you've told him you want him in your life forever and that you believe he died on the cross you believe that you're a sinner you know you're not perfect and if you think you are talk to god he'll show you differently <laughs> and I, I one thing i always tell people too if you're struggling you're like there's so many religions out there there's so much mm -hmm. what do i believe who do i believe you know what, I'll tell you this, if you're truly searching, you just pray. And say, God, if you're out there, I need to know truth. I need you for you to make it so clear that I'll know this is the only truth. Trust me, if you are searching without a doubt, he will definitely show that to you. Yeah. So it is not something that I can bring to you. I can just share my personal walk with you. I can tell you how God has been in it. Does it mean I'm perfect? No, I'm still a sinner. I'm always striving to do better and my walk hopefully gets better. I fall, sometimes I need a bandage, sometimes I need an ace bandage, an ice pack, you know, maybe a whole suit of armor or something because I've really messed up, <laughs> but then I gotta get back there and know that, Lord, forgive me, I need to move forward in you. And he's the solution, he's the only solution. I mean, we don't always feel him there, but we are a human being. And then I find too, we talked about this last week on the verse that says whatever is truth is what we need to think on mm -hmm. a lot of times I've had the influence of the news Facebook TikTok, YouTube neighbors people in church or you I find I tend to lean I'll get his advice when I know that's not where God's telling me to lean you know you're getting advice from friends that really should you even be associated with those people so um yeah. yeah well two things the one thing um my wife she does this thing where she'll she's having a hard time like making a decision or not knowing where god really wants her she picks up her bible and she just turns and um people may think like oh you're that's crazy like, it doesn't say he went out and hung himself yeah <laughs> but like so like recently she didn't know she wanted to be um the cm coordinator this summer and you know everyone was sort of when i would talk to people and say like oh she's thinking about it mm -hmm. or um you know she doesn't know if she's gonna do it and everyone's like oh she would be great mm -hmm. and i i knew that 
And, you know, so I, <laughs> me already knowing that, I was, I was praying for mm -hmm. the answer. Um, but she was wrestling with it and she just, she just turned. And right there, it, you know, it just right gave, her. gave her the answer of like, this is, this is my That's plan. That's cool. What is the CM coordinator? So, children's <laughs> ministry. I, I was okay. thinking that, yes. Children's, children's ministry. ministry here at Keswick. Yes. Yeah. So. I'm kind of new. That's good. That's good. Because everybody out there wouldn't know either. Yeah. So, and like, when she got that, she was like, okay. And, you know, wow. quickly emailed Ruth yeah. and said, hey. I'm in. I'm in. Awesome. So, wow. Um, That's and, favorite piece. Yeah. And then um, Judges 6.14, um, it states in there, uh, go in the might, but some versions might say go in, go in this strength of yours. Mm. And it says about like, it t says the Lord said that because the Lord gave them the strength mm -hmm. to do that. Mm -hmm. Just like he gives us the strength to go through That's all true. of our you know, valleys and mm -hmm. cloudy days. It's funny you say that, because I was actually just thinking about, um, I went through a season of my life where I thought that God had saved me just so I could be productive for him, and that that was my purpose. And so while I was doing all these right things, I was leading Bible studies, I was evangelizing, I was going to conferences, and mm -hmm. every night of the week I was involved in some churchy activity, um, I found myself feeling anxious and isolated and doubtful until it got to the point where I couldn't pick up my Bible without just feeling this requirement or this duty mm -hmm. um, as opposed to a relationship with him. And it took a point of me doing nothing, and kind of like you were saying, Sandra, I was just honest with God. I said, I, it feels like a chore. I feel like this is, I'm doing this because you told me to, not because I want to have this relationship with you and grow deeper in you. And as soon as I started getting honest with God and vulnerable and just putting it on the table, that was when I started having this desire. And I was reading my Bible and I was serving the church and the world and I was telling people about Jesus because of an overflow of love for him as opposed to um, just doing it to check the box. And so, Amen. And that's how I felt too. I just like communicate with God, everything, mm -hmm. like putting my heart out to Him in every situation, having an intimate relationship with Him in prayer. Mm -hmm. And then He gives you the desire, I want to know more of you. I want to know your word. I want to be knowing the truth. Mm -hmm. I want, what is the truth, Lord? Show me in your word. And I open my Bible and I meditate on it. And it just, you, you don't realize, oh, I was just wanted to go and sit for 10 minutes. All of a sudden, right. I'm sitting there for 20 minutes <laughs> right. and wanting a desire to know more. It's no and, and that's right. the Lord. Yeah. That's not me. That's God, you know, you know, teaching me. And, you know, I just want to know. And he gives me the desire. He puts it in my heart. That's right. And that's through intimate prayer. And prayer is just everything. Mm -hmm. And it, it seems like prayer, like you said, but no. It should be just a communicating with God. Yes. Something at right. ease because it keeps, it, we just, it's like a battle sometimes with people, but it should be something, no, I want to talk with mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. It should not be a chore. Mm -hmm. It should be communicating with my Heavenly Father. I think one thing I've been learning, we've been studying the Sabbath at church, and last night it kept coming up, I will give you rest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm and finding rest in the Lord. And I think sometimes we're, we're feeling he's missing. We are so overwhelmed and so like spinning that we need to and find rest in him. 
and being refreshed. And you, you talked about, I was doing all these things, but in a sense, you found rest in him. And then he showed you, you know, and prayer, we could find rest in him and reading the scripture, like Tyler said, finding rest in him. Um, I think that's a good place to end. What yeah. do you think? Yeah. We are so glad you joined us today. I trust that we were at least a little bit of an encouragement to you to know there is hope and there is a solution through Jesus Christ. Whether you need to find rest, you need to pray, you need to grow. Maybe you've stumbled and you just can't get up. You need to know that you just yell out to the Lord, I need strength. Grab my hand, pull me up, get me to the other side. We would love to hear from you. Please leave a comment below and we'll catch you all next week on the next podcast.